main menu podcast. Um, and tonight's Z and D. So uh, we are also joined by my father. All right. So my uh, character for Z and D, his name's Homeless Jim. J- Jimothy Smith is his name. Um, he is homeless. Uh, so his nickname in the homeless world is just Homeless Jim. Um, or his other nickname is Ravioli because he's a big fan of ravioli, especially in the cans. Um, but uh, he's he's been on the streets for most of his life, and uh, he ain't afraid to kill anybody, uh, which is why he is a zombie hunter. So his, his special skills, obviously, because he's a zombie hunter, he's got marksman, but he's also a gun nut. He, he's self-taught chemist, so a lot of it involves explosives um and, and and drug making my character's name um spent a long time in the military he was a military paratrooper air force paratrooper he went to civilian life but to make the transition a little better he joined law enforcement which sounds like he would be a civil servant but he is not his wife left him at one point and then he became a shut-in yeah and i don't remember his stats so but he is a shut-in yeah my character's name is uh eugene weiner I was going to ask you yeah. if that was the pronunciation. <laughs> oh, no. If you try to say Weiner, he'll correct you. He's a gentleman and a scholar. He's got big old glasses that fog up under pressure. So that's going to happen a lot. It, that'll, that'll make things fun. But my um, skills include speed reading, which I'll always come natural. Uh, chemistry. I was at the top of my class. I'm a mechanic because <laughs> I read car manuals in my spare time. I know a lot of first aid. And he's an expert driver. He drives to his mom's house a lot. All right. Well, so are you guys ready then? So, you know, Eugene, all of this starts with you. Here's the thing about Eugene. You know, he's on his way to work uh, at the local community college. Uh, he happens to be a professor. He does not care too much about his students. He, you know, if they learn something, that's great. But Eugene is all about teaching. And if it you know, and honestly, it's not really so much about teaching. It's about all those facts. He loves all those facts and all that information and the knowledge. And so the fact that he has somebody sitting there and he loves to lecture because he loves the sound of his own voice. He gets to prepare and read and study. So he's on his way to work. And, you know, the, he's in his normal mode where he is listening to, you know, how you guys talked about that inside voice. Well, he listens to that voice a lot. And that's how he collects his thoughts. Um, in fact, the outside world's kind of scary because it's not nearly as organized as the inside world. Um, you know, and so he's just kind of every day, he just, he gives the real world the minimal attention and most of his attention's focused on, you know, that inner voice that he's constantly conversing with. And so you, you pull up to a stop sign and you're sitting there and, you know, you're just conversing with yourself, you know, talking about you know, what you're going to be lecturing on that day and kind of going over some notes in your head. Because most of the time you don't even have notes. It's all in your head um, because you spend so much time <clears throat> studying and researching, you know, it's just all right there. So, you know, you happen to notice uh, for, you know, that little inside voice says, man, you know, this light's taking a while. And so you begin to focus on the real world and you happen to look over to your left and there's a car that, you know, it's kind of pulled off to the side of the road, but kind of not, you know, it's still in the, the line of traffic. So that bothers you a little bit because that's unorganized. And uh, there is a, a blonde, slender young lady that's, that's bent over into uh, the window of the car from the outside. And she's making out with this other young lady inside the vehicle. And that just disgusts you. 
the complexities of, of a relationship are bad enough as to throw something like that in it. You know, something it's this, this has got to be in your mind. That's got to be more difficult to navigate with the same sex as it would be with the opposite sex. Just that's crazy. And normally you wouldn't say anything, but that outside voice, excuse me, that inside voice kind of turns into an outside voice. And you and you say, hey, why don't you get a room? And you surprised yourself, you know, because you don't normally do that. And and the young lady that's bent over, going, you know, on the outside of the vehicle, she stands up and she looks at you, and she looks like she has no idea what you just said. Like the quizzical look on her face, and you're just thinking to yourself, "Wow, what an idiot!" You know. And she kind of cocks her head to one side, kind of like a little terrier would do when you say, "You, you want to get the laser? You want to go outside?" You know. She gives that look like. What? What did you did you just say something and and you're just not even sure if she knows that you're a person or not, you know? She just she looks like she's in a galaxy far far away and you know, whatever. And so your attention goes, you know, back to your little inner mind and and you just wow, there's, there's some people, you know, and but this little you feel this tugging inside your head, you know, and so you you focus more and more on that inside voice. And an invoice, the inside voice says, "Hey, replay that whole scene real quick, would you?" And so you do, and uh, you know you see the young lady standing there, and he says, "He says, stop right there, um, zoom in on that pedestrian. What, what's going on with her?" And so you, in your mind, you zoom into her face, and you notice there's a lot of blood on her face, and it's all around her mouth area, you know. And, and so you kind of pan back out, and you look at the young lady in the car, and she doesn't look quite right. And now you're freaking out, and you look over, and you look at the young lady that's that's inside the focus, and she is now slumped over, and you can see the front of her face, or rather, what's left of it. There's lots of blood everywhere, and part of her face is actually missing. So now you begin to panic. I mean, let's face it, you're a super nerd, and you don't deal well with these kinds of things, even though you look at. You know, you probably go to Rotten.com to look at some of the disgusting pictures, but this bothers you. You know, this lady's face is gone, and you you retreat back to your in, internal voice there, and you're starting to freak out. What do I do? What do I call the cops? What's going on? And you feel your your arm. You got your window down. And your, your left arm's hanging out, and it gets lifted up all of a sudden, and your head whips over, and there's that young lady, and she's she's getting ready to take a bite out of your arm. So you tromp on the accelerator. You're not even thinking now at this point. Like you have retreated from the interior world, and you are now completely focused on the outside world, which is also freaking you out because you're not used to doing this. And you speed away from the light. Have no idea whether it's green or red. At this point, it doesn't matter. And you're flying down the street, and your mind is just flying in a hundred different direct- directions. Do I go back to my apartment? Do I go to the school? Do I, what? Do, what do I do? Do I call mom? You know what? What's what do I do? And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you have no no idea how much time has elapsed from the moment that you left that whatever that girl was doing that whole scene to all of a sudden now your car is in the air. You're upside down. And you have no idea what's happening, and you know you flip a time or two, and you're now upside down in the vehicle. And so you come to. Not sure if you're out for 10 seconds or 10 minutes or an hour. You look around and you got a bit of a headache, and you release your seatbelt and you climb out, and 
more and more you, you're noticing things that in the world that you've never noticed before in life. You realize that you're downtown. You didn't even know where you were when all this took place. Just because you were that, you're always that much focused on that, your inner workings. And so you, you begin to look around and things are just going absolutely crazy. You're hearing screams in the background. You hear some gunfire. Uh, you know, people are running. There's, there's people that look like that woman kind of shuffling around and they look like they're lost, but they have a purpose at the same time. And just start walking as fast as you can walk. But then all of a sudden you find yourself tumbling yet again. You're upside down and you're flipping all over the place. And because you're still getting used to this whole paying attention to the world thing. And there's this guy standing over the top of you. And, oh my goodness, you okay? Oh, geez. Oh, did I hurt you? And well, see, now you, there's a lot of pain in your left arm. You know all the from all the first aid you've read that you're pretty sure that your arm's broken. This guy helps you up and he says, hey, my name's Jim. Are you okay? You're still, you're almost not able to, to, to talk or anything. You're not sure what's going on. He says, come with me. I'll help you out, man. I feel really bad about what's what happened. And so you you find that you're outside of this rather large, nice looking building. Looks like it's probably an old courthouse. And so he, you know, grabbing you by the right arm, um, takes you inside and he starts, uh, he goes you go down a couple set of stairs and he says, I found this place quite a while back when I, when I broke in one time uh, before, I don't know, probably my seventh or eighth trip to jail. Uh, when you're homeless, you go to jail all the time because they just don't know what else to do with you. So you go through this door and he turns around and locks it behind you and you've got a row of jail cells, but it doesn't look like, you know, there's only four of them. It doesn't look like any of it's been used for a long time. There's cobwebs everywhere. And so he takes you back uh, down the hallway and there's this other door. And, and he said, I've never been back in here, but uh, we're gonna try out, see if the skeleton key works that I found a while back. And so he opens it up and, and you go in and, and it's, 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 again, it's about in the same dilapidated sort that uh, the jail cells are in. There's food stores in there. There's food, there's there's water. No idea how long stuff has been here. Uh, you have no idea, you know, what's good, what's bad. But you're safe from the chaos. And so he begins to talk to you and, and tell you. So none of you know, you know, what's going on. You, in this world that you live in, you don't know what a zombie is. You don't know that, uh, you know, shooting it in the head is the only way to destroy it. And so... You both are freaking out. So the two of you decide that you're just gonna stay here for a while. Uh, he starts telling you of what he's seen so far, that he's seen people get eaten, which you concur with that, but he's seen those same people that got ate, uh, who looked appear to be dead. They've gotten back up, and they also in turn tried to eat other, other people. Um, so the two of you are freaked out enough you decide to stay down here for a while. And in all of this and all the commotion, uh, there is on the exterior door where you first walked into the whole jail cell, you hear a banging on the door. All right, so you guys let him in then and, and uh, you all decide to stay there for as long as you feel like uh, is necessary. You know, you've got, you, you start looking through uh, all of the food stores. And so Isaac, you've, you've looked through the food stores and you get everything organized and you throw out all the stuff that's bad. And, between the three of you, you know, you've got you've got actually a pretty good bunker going on. 
you've got a couple months worth of food and you guys do a thorough search of both the, the jail sales and you eventually end up uh, venturing out into the courthouse a little bit uh, as you know after a week or so goes by but you don't dare go outside uh, you still see some pretty crazy stuff going on and thankfully nobody notices that you're even in here nor is there anyone else in here it's entirely deserted okay so xander you've said that your character has a gun you do have two magazines but like you said they're empty they're both uh, eight and seven round capacity and but xander you found uh 25 rounds of nine millimeter ammo no actually make that make that 50 rounds of nine mil as you find you find full boxes but I mean, there's an inch of dust on them. It's hard telling how old they are. So you you may have some misfires along the way. Oh, and I almost forgot to uh, give you guys your weaknesses. So I, I went ahead and decided those. But uh, Xander, you have a bad back. Uh, and then uh, Dan, you have uh -huh. insomnia. Oh, it makes Does total sense for a homeless guy. Does. It's it's neat how all this fits in, but Eugene, you have claustrophobia. So you guys have been in there in your bunker for about a month, and uh, you all finally decide that it's it might be safe enough for you to uh, look around outside. So as you walk out, um, you see death everywhere. Um, there are dead bodies laying in the street. There's blood. There's there's guts. There's gore. Um, the flies are like a, a fog almost. The, just the, the death that hangs in the air is so palatable that you feel it on your skin. It, just, it's, it's, it weighs you down. It seems like it's difficult to move. Even that being so thick, it's on your tongue. And several of you, you know, gag. And, and it's, it's just, it's unreal. There, there is no real words to, you know, describe this in, uh, in its entirety because there's nothing to compare this to. There just seems to be something that's missing from all of this. And you're not quite sure woman. what it is. Well, there are no women. Well, I mean, yeah, there's something we that are, but we all are dudes. Yeah, there is. Nobody's <laughs> moving. Eugene's our woman. I been, I'm not a prison. I'm not from prison. <laughs> are you all institutionalized already? <laughs> that did not take very long. <laughs> I need to get the crap out of here. Well, you know what? I'm done with like, you guys. So... You look around and there's the street before you that runs east and west. Heading back to the west is heading towards downtown. Heading east or back to the right is leaving the downtown area. And then in front of you there there is a bar and a storefront. Did we establish if there's anything left in the bunker or do we just are oh, yeah. on with what's nope. on us? Oh, okay. <clears throat> no, there's plenty. There's there We was, had our, uh, our weapons and everything. So yep. that's kind of our home base. If things work out, I mean, yeah, there's, you've got a, a month's supply of food left in there. Okay. Um, it's it's comfortable. It's not boys, the Hilton. Boys, I'm suggesting we uh, fortify this place and look for things to do that. Also, uh, we just need more supplies. Maybe a radio or something. Anything. We could also we we could also kill one of you guys so we can eat you. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. Pity the food I'm, gets hungry. I'm getting sick of those MREs. I don't want to eat them anymore. I'm going to the liquor right. store. Do we follow him? Yeah, we got to give him backup. Fuck. This fool crazy. No, no, he needs backup. Home. Follow you to the, the bar. Very silently. I'm not used to firing this shotgun. So you're going to go into the bar then? Yes, sir. All of you or? 
Uh, I'm gonna stand uh, by the I'm, door I'm and going. watch zombies. I will stand. I will stand at the door. <laughs> so, I'm not so, going. So Jim's Jim's just walking in. He doesn't care. He's stepping over <laughs> the dead bodies. <laughs> Only thing he can think about is the liquor, and um, he does happen to find uh, a bottle of vodka and a couple of bottles of uh, bourbon. But as he's doing so, he knocks a shot glass off and it breaks. Homeless Jim. What what appears? Stop making so much noise, fool! You're gonna well, attract them to us. Well, you guys don't know what them are really at this yeah. point, other than it's I the mean, aliens. Isn't anybody moving? Yeah. See, so you guys are still thinking looks- with the, the mentality that you know what zombies are, and yeah, in this game you yeah, don't know what true. those are, which makes right, it hard because right, right. we know all about zombies. So the person in the corner that you thought was dead is no mm-hmm. longer dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> and she character. is Sorry. she is she is getting up. Maybe she was just resting. I go up and talk to her. Like, uh, and she she's coming at you. Away. I try to she's oh. at you. I try to share my liquor. <laughs> so let's see here. Um, all my feet start forming on my eyebrow as I stay in the doorway <laughs> knowing that something's wrong with this situation. So So I just realized something. Mm. One of uh mm. One of Jim's skills happens to be luck. Yeah. Oh. So uh-huh. as Lucky. as he offers his bottle, <laughs> holds the bottle out for her to take a drink of. And of course, she's <laughs> she's rather disheveled. She looks like she's got a couple of bite marks on her. Uh, she's got uh, her part of her torso is missing. It looks like it's been eaten. But she as she staggers Ooh. towards you, she trips over a loose board and. The bottle goes into her eyeball. <laughs> she and he, of course, he lets go of the bottle, you know, because that's a lot of weight. She goes to the floor, and the bottle shoved up and in, up into her uh, brain, and she dies. Amazing. She doesn't get back. He, he doesn't care about the death. He's just mad about his liquor. Right. All right. So you've got a couple of bottles I got my of liquor. liquor, but now again, remember, you don't have a backpack or anything like that, so. I choose to go over and inspect the body. Yep, you turn her over, and the bottle, you can see where the bottle, you know, went into her eye. Um, There's a shard of glass that went in deep enough that it would have pierced through the eyeball and everything, and it it made it to her brain. And I see, obviously, that she's bitten. Mm Mm-hmm. What do these bite marks appear to be? An animal? Human. Definitely human. Mm, too easy. Definitely. To, too easy to see that. Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> he's a human tooth reader. Well, I'm deducing that things are not going well with the society. Tell us something we don't know, fool. <laughs> Death is see. all around us. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> I can feel it. I can taste it. <laughs> it is on me. Yes, I've got a shower. Almost Jim's gonna proceed to just guzzle down half of one of his bottles. Jeez. Makes me think clearer. <laughs> Alright, so well you guzzle down half a bottle. What can I say? You're no longer thirsty. <laughs> mm, That's good. I'm not. You boys want some? Man, However, we need to keep oh, our head clear. Uh your oh, accuracy right. has now temporarily gone down <laughs> to a six. Oh jeez. Yeah. Your charisma has gone up to a nine. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Shall we, so. shall we finally exit this bar and find a vehicle? All right, whatever, party pooper. You boys, <laughs> you boys look mighty pretty right now. 
Let's go find a car. Let's go find a car. Yeah, what do you do. What do you hope is gonna happen in this car, there, almost, Jim? Uh, you're gonna sit in the back seat, Mister. Hope we should find a car and make it easier to get around and for storage and yeah. carry. See, right? See, go. do we find a car in the street? You do. Okay. okay. You do find a car. The door The doors open. Most of the cars that are on the streets are very badly damaged. Some are turned over. Um, the, you've got one that's got a, got a complete t- the tire's gone it's, the tire came off somehow um, this car is off to the side of the road it's, it's, at, it's at an angle um, the door's open it looks like somebody got out and didn't throw it into park or anything like that it hit the curb and was going slow enough that it didn't it didn't wreck or anything like that it looks like it's drivable but as you guys are getting ready to further check out the car, you hear you hear somebody running behind you. And so the three of you turn around. <laughs> Eugene, see, is that you? To see this older gentleman. Uh, he's naked, no clothes on. <laughs> it's the elderly. <laughs> and he's going, Okay. So, so he runs right past you guys like you're not even there. He's just screaming the whole way. Okay. Am I the so, only one in this messed up world that ain't crazy? <laughs> Probably. After right. Cocaine Steve's rampage, people start getting up. A couple out of wrecked cars. Hi, the party starting. None okay. of them look happy. None of them look normal. They all have. That, yeah, it looks like uh, that woman. Blank stare. Yep, absolutely. They've got that blank stare in their on their heads. They see all of them see you, and they start coming your direction. Eugene. Yes. They just need some liquor, but they'll be okay, just like that. Oh, shut up, homeless Jim. I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you are right next to the vehicle, so okay. If you guys want to jump in. Let's get Let's in. Wait, who's jumping? Pile in, pile in. Yeah, you can get you can get in if you want. So you guys are all getting in. Pile in. Oh, well, does this thing even work? What's the point of getting in if it doesn't work? Well, I I reach into the van and, and turn the key. Yeah, nothing. The battery appears to be dead. Back to the bunker. Back, well, back in that direction. You didn't run wander far, but you will have to engage six of these things headed back that direction. Oh, uh, what's the, how, how many are outside of town? Or how many are that way, I guess <laughs> I'd say. Where the vehicle was located was heading back towards out of the downtown area. And so okay. if you head back towards downtown, there are six zombies that way. Uh, you might not have to. You might be able to just take a couple of them out. You might be able to run past them. Me with or my speed, I definitely would. I'd leave you guys in the dust. Well, and, and with Not with if I Jim, trip you, fool. Jim might trip and fall. I'm a little, in, oh, a little inebriated, boys. He's, he's inebriated. Where do you think we should go? Back to the bunker or further into town? Further can in. we go out of town? We must mm-hmm. go further in. What's out we of can. town? How many are that way? Why are we... Uh, the other direction, we... there's only two. Why would we stray away See, from our bunker? There's, there's only two, and we can hit a farmhouse... And they got cans of ravioli, probably. That's a lot of walking. Uh, you might find another car on, you know. There's See? plenty of, there's, 
but then again, you guys, you guys don't know. This is an entirely brand new world. It's a whole new world. <laughs> but you don't know mm. much about these things either. Well, I know they're threatening. Mm. And that they people do. bite them. You've something. seen them eating. Yeah, you've seen them feeding on other humans. So, Like the cops who's coming for us. We got to scatter, fellas. Isaac, where do you want to go? You're the deciding factor. Well, fools, I think we better head out of town. Let's get out of here. Ski-daddle. See? You guys just you guys want to engage, or do you want to try to just run past them? Um, my best bet, I I'm know not it. too fast. I don't I will, think so. My I best bet would be to engage. I will run first because I'm very cowardly, and maybe that will draw some away from them so that they can get or, away. Hmm. Or since Eugene's not too good of a shot, while <laughs> Jim, Homeless Jim and I are really good shots, we could try to shoot the two right there while Eugene runs by so that they look at us and not him. Let's do it. Okay. Commence plan. All right. Well, let's see. Um, Commence plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Eugene's going to be the first one. He's going to take off running because he, he does have the best speed. Isaac, you're go ahead and go ahead and roll your 20-sided die. Let's see what happens. Yes, sir. I'm rolling right now. I got a 20. No way. You guys get good rolls. All right, so the zombie you were aiming at, uh, you were aiming for center mass, but you hit him dead square between the eyes. You missed a little bit where you were aiming, but you hit him You hit him good. He went down. He went down hard. Yeah, he did. Miss Jim. I'm quick on my feet, but you're going to have to shoot him. I'll throw a bottle of liquor because my hands are full. Put that liquor down. I'll run up to him and I'll, I'll bash it over his head. I'll help him. That's, I'm a team player. That's probably better. Right. Team player. Saves the bullet. Though. Team player. Is this going to be with the half drunk bottle of liquor or the or the full bottle of liquor? The half the half drunk is more likely to break and more likely to do damage because I can use that as a shift. So half yeah. drunk bottle it is. You okay. do a smash and then a stab. Quick one two. Yeah. <laughs> roll your die. Uh, got a 17. All right. Well, uh, you run up to him and you hit him straight in the head with a, a bottle of liquor. Hit him pretty good. Uh, it it didn't break. So it's a thick bottle. Did you kill the zombie? No. The alien. They're an oh, alien. Dang it! All right. Should I no. turn around and shoot him? Uh, you're running. Yeah, the, zomb the yeah. zombie gets knocked back. Okay. You know, here he hit this zombie in the head, or this person in the head, and it didn't seem to phase him, didn't cause him any pain. They didn't, you know, grab a hold of their head or anything like that. So to all of you guys, that would be pretty strange. And Eugene Eugene is taking in all of this, uh, all these zombie attributes and uh, making an analysis. Yeah, he would be. He would, he would be thinking about all this and trying to figure yeah. it all out. Not right at the moment, but... Right, he's too know, busy this... running right now. Well, let's see. Let's make this interesting. The zombie lunges uh -oh. for for Jim because he's the uh -oh. closest one, and um, he grabs on. He grabs on to Jim. Oh, jeez. Oh no. That's not good. Uh, yep. Isaac, you're closer to him. Well, I, it's your, your turn, Eugene. It's your turn first, Eugene. Oh, we can't skip turns, boo. How far am I? I can't shoot my shotgun. Summon. I'll I'll blow your face off. <laughs> Take the chance, Eugene. Of take the chance, Eugene. Power <laughs> of the I'll Black Panther. Okay, I run back. <laughs> you gonna run back toward him? 
Yeah, I'm going to try to bash uh, uh, the zombie off of him with the butt of my shotgun. You have a knife, too. So. Oh, we, we do all have knives, don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I would use, yeah. You I two would do. I think one of you has a baton or something like that. I have a baton because oh. I was a cop. That's right. Okay. I would use the butt of my shotgun in this scenario in real life. So. Okay. Because it's longer reach, want. and I don't want to get my hands dirty unless I absolutely have to. So, Put this right, in the so garden. Get your hands dirty. I'll see you close enough to do that all in one attack. Oh, I rolled a 19. Okay, so you hit you hit the zombie square in the head. I'm going to say that that's going to do two die six. Roll, roll two, two six out of die. And, okay, so <clears throat> you hit the zombie. He does let go of Jim. He doesn't die either. He kind of backs up a little bit and keeps coming right back at you guys. Does he attack me now? Yeah, yeah, hey, you Jim, just hit Thomas, Jim, you better uh, return the favor. Uh, it's so not it's my your... turn yet, bud. Yeah, it's your turn. No, Is wait. It? It, no. Be it, it would be, be my uh... turn. <laughs> sorry, I didn't. It's my turn. Are any other zombies approaching? Okay, oh, yeah, no, they're also <laughs> coming from behind you. None of them are close enough yet, um, but they're, they're still moving towards you. Yeah. They're hungry. So does the zombie have a hold of Eugene here, or...? No, right he's now he doesn't have a hold of anybody. He's coming at me. Okay. But he's coming he's at, coming he's coming at coming you. He's coming for Eugene. Is there, <laughs> is there clearing for if I shot the, shot at the zombie and it passed through him, would it kill Eugene? No. Or would that just be a low-sided roll? <laughs> you do have a clear shot from, from where you okay. are, from um, the way he was running around him and all that good stuff. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a shot at the zombie. Um, center mass, obviously. I'm still a cop, and I still believe it's an alien, though. Uh, I'm going to shoot this extraterrestrial <laughs> stuff. Sick of you read my mind. I got a nine. That's weak. <laughs> well, you hit him. You hit the center mass. <laughs> you're using, you've got a nine mil, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's an XCS. Yep. And you hit him, you see you see the blood, but he he kind of staggers a little bit, so you stopped him for a second coming at Eugene, but he's still fine. Gonna use the broken bottle and I'm gonna <laughs> stab him in the back of the head. Because that solves all my problems. Okay, yeah. Roll your die. Uh fifteen. Uh, your accuracy okay. takes a plunge I mean you still you hit him. You hit him yeah. when you were aiming. You were pretty close, and you did only have half a bottle, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, you hit him, and um, we're going to say... <clears throat> we're going to say that also does uh, two die six. Okay. So... Nine. You hit him hard enough with that bottle. The shard penetrates well enough. It hits frame, and he no, drops. Okay. <laughs> I did it, boys. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, so you guys gonna you gonna head out of town then? I'm just gonna get a dodge, fellas. All right, so you all start running down the street, jogging down the street, and you get a block or so down, and you see some guy standing out in the parking lot, and he's waving his arms. He's sort of a a bigger black fella. He's not tall, but he's he's pretty rounded, and he's waving his arms, and he's Isaac. Go talk to him. Over here! Over here! <laughs> over what do you want, food? There's only enough room for uh, one black guy in this establishment. No, I'm just kidding. What do you need, brother? I'm here to help you out. Come come in here. You'll be safe in here. And he's pointing to, his, uh, to a restaurant. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. There's food there. I got lots of food. Oh, oh I like boy. food. Wait, is this like the creeper in the black and the white van who offers all the candy to kitties? Yeah, do you have candy? Uh, no, we... <laughs> 
pretty much ate all the sweets, but we need to get in before, you know, the undead get here. Okay. Right, we go. better get in. Walk let's, let's do this. Let's thing. go. It's about my teammates. I'm walking I'm in. I'm already tired. All right, yeah. <laughs> I need a foot massage. I forgot my shoe insoles back at the bunker. All right, so you my guys uh, follow him in. He shuts and locks the door, and uh, he turns around and he says, "Hey guys, sorry. Um, my name's Ira. I own this. I own this shop. Are you guys, are you guys okay? Anybody bid or? We just killed some of them aliens, go. Aliens? Nope. No, they're they're not yep. aliens, man. They're 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 dead people coming back to life. I've seen it happen. Brother, this is an alien invasion. Oh, come here, guys. Let me <laughs> let me show you something. You can. You can look through, just be quiet, but you can look through the, because you're, you're in the kitchen area, you're in the kitchen, storage area, and you can look through into the, to the restaurant, into the seating area, and there's several, <clears throat> there's several of those things that are kind of walking around in there, standing there, staring into nothingness, they don't really seem to be doing much of anything, but they're there, and so he says, these were people that were in my restaurant, some of them came in after the fact, after everything happened, but... I had a delivery guy come and he was bringing some produce and you know if in the morning and he said he didn't feel well didn't didn't feel very good at all and I told him you know look we'll we'll get through this get sorted this get sorted through all of this you go lay down in the back for a couple minutes cuz you know I've got a cop back there and uh for when I have to come in early in the mornings and whatnot to start the day and uh my mom my mom went to go check on him cuz my mom works here with me she went to go check on him, and she screamed. And when I got in there, he was an alien. He was chewing. No, man, he was chewing. He was chewing on her neck. She was screaming bloody murder. Oh. Uh, you mean? You mean I like a, a vampire? I don't know. He was not like a vampire. Vampire would like suck blood. This thing was trying to eat her. Whatever. I'm gonna whatever. make a sandwich. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead, I guess. You guys are hungry. Thanks. Bye. Hey, you know, so listen to this man's story. I'm listening. Oh, I, be I believe him, guys. <laughs> this is consistent with the things that I've observed since we emerged. Yeah, yeah, me too, brother. Me too. Well, hey, where's the mayonnaise? Where's the mayonnaise? It's in the same refrigerator. It's up that in the door. Oh, there it is. There it is. Sorry. Sorry, I'm all I got sorry. Tellman's. Our friend is Jim. He's very drunk. <laughs> I know Jim. I've I've fed Jim a few times when he's been down Does the and out. Stove work. The stove. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, but I, I got some propane in there. It. Okay, I'm gonna uh, fry some bologna. Jim, don't no, waste his propane. No, we Stop don't want to. If if we if you fry the bologna, it seems to attract the smells. Seem to attract them. Crazy Ira. <laughs> Crazy Ira. I affect me. To eat cold bologna. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, okay. All right. Yeah. I'll eat the cold bologna. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about your your mama there, Ira. I really love your mama. Yeah, she was a sweet woman. Is she living right. yet dead at the same time? Well, I was hoping you guys. Well, let me help you understand all this because you guys don't seem to know what's going on. <laughs> so I I pulled him off of her and. And I threw him against the wall, and he just kept—he he came at me. He was trying to eat me, and I had—I had a cleaver in my hand, so I, I hit him with it. You know, I—I—I I, I, I didn't want to hurt him, you know, and so I hit him upside the head with it. 
and he came and just kept coming at me. And so I, I sliced him in the belly because that's what we would have done in prison. Ugh. I, I did some time yep. and he, he stumbled back and didn't, didn't look like he felt any pain and he came at me again. And so I hit him in the neck and that seemed to phase him a little, but he just kept coming. I, I eventually just took his head off and ugh, he didn't get up again. I know why you call him crazy Ira now. See? I had to. I had to. I checked on my checked on my mama oh. and she was she was dead. There was no heartbeat. Where is she? She was gone. Well, she's she was out, she's out there, man. She's in the eating area, in the dining room. Wait, you telling me she's one of them people walking around, brother? Yeah. <laughs> these these are. Now aliens. I know why he calls you crazy, Ira. Well, they're not aliens. <laughs> they're they're dead people that have come back to life. I've I've seen you them want. come back to life. <laughs> what, what can we do to repay you for this delicious Bologna sandwich? Well, I mean, I need you to put my mom down. That's that's fine. Down. I'll go do it for you, brother. <laughs> I'll be he right said, back. Literally, I will do anything for a sandwich. It's a small enclosed environment. <laughs> be in danger. Uh, chemistry in my head is telling me something. <laughs> is there is is there natural gases in that stove? We could turn it into some kind of flamethrower. Hey, wait, Jim. Uh, those what? two bottles of bourbon in your hand. No, well, one, but yeah. he, Yeah, he's got one full one. I happen to know how to make a Molotov cocktail. Guys, I need what? you to put my mama down, not burn my store to the ground. I know they sound alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I need I need my mama put Whoa. down. You start throwing fire into the dining room. <laughs> Since you know chemistry and everything, you know that fire will spread, and then we will have to leave, and then we'll be outside. Well, here's my plan. We open the door. <laughs> here's, lead, here's my lead plan. Them, <laughs> lead them outside, <laughs> and then throw a Molotov cocktail at them. If that's what you want to do. There's other zombies out there. Is there a fire extinguisher around? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's fire extinguisher. Okay. Um, so we could potentially throw them all for a cocktail and then stop them from spreading before it spreads too much. You have a really low chance of doing that. Well, then you'd have a giant burn oh. mark in the middle of his store. Yeah. It's not like nobody's coming in to buy something from him. Jim, Jim. Well, it's true, but there's smoke, the smoke inhalation factor, too. All right. Ira, where are we? Yeah. In the kitchen? Kitchen right now? Yeah. Nope. Is there uh, some sort of metal prep table? Yeah. Here's what I say we do. We open the door, put the table up against the door, have two of you brace up against the table. Right. Ira, will they come up to us if we open the door immediately? Yeah, they'll they'll come over here pretty quick. Okay. I say we brace the door up against so they can't get through, but that their heads will stick through, and then maybe we can do enough uh, damage to the brains that they will die. Well, we all got hmm. knives. I'll stab them right in the stab, eyes. Stab them right and in the eyes. And I still got my dollar. It hmm. seems to be the easiest way to kill these things is through the eye socket. Maybe that's the only way. <clears throat> hmm. Well, I I mean, yeah, that could be because I, I had to cut the, the delivery man's head off before he quit. But once his head was off, he quit, so... Well, of course he quit. You assaulted him at work. Oh, man. <laughs> well, he was eating. Workman's comp is not going to cover that. <laughs> no, that's a oh, good idea. 
right. Let me guess. Let me guess. You want me to hold up the table. Two of you hold the table, and then oh. maybe two of us attack. I like it. All right. Should only be one zombie. One one person be able to stick their head through there at a time. So. That's what I'm hoping. That might work. Well, I'm not the strongest, so maybe one of you guys should hold the table. Should one of us make a bunch of noise to try to draw them in? Yeah, they'll they'll once you open up the door, they'll they'll start heading that way. You oh. can make you can holler, make noise, or whatever. Yeah, you don't want to make too much noise because the exterior door that that's coming into the main dining room is busted, so mm. more could oh. potentially come in. Yikes! <laughs> All right, boys, execute plan. <laughs> Execute. <laughs> I love your voice. Right, Execute plan. I wait, wait. Mr. Ira, which way does this door open? In or out? It can open either way. Okay. So we can brace the door and get ready and then push it open, make a bunch of noise, and then uh, the work will be cut out for us. Well, fools, I'm holding the table and I'm ready to throw whenever you're ready. I'm All holding right. the table too, brother. I'm opening the door. You're welcome, buddy. Are there any zombies super close? Yeah, there's right. there's zombies right there. Oh, okay. good. And they're Hurry looking up, at So who's so who's holding it? Me I'm holding and it. Isaac. All right, I guess I have to get, get my hands dirty with this knife. Yeah, boy, get them hands dirty, boy. Disgusting. All right, one's trying oh, to close way through then. Should I roll for the first yep. head? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you roll. <laughs> I rolled the one. Well, uh, so Jeez. you're over, you're overcompensating with strength. You're trying to build this thing with everything you've got. Because oh you've never plunged something into somebody's eyeball before. So, um, and as you bring the blade down, you don't hit him in the eye socket at all. It glances off of his head because, you know. The human skull cannot oh, easily be penetrated by a knife. Not easily. So, uh, so the knife glances off and you do <laughs> drop the knife. <laughs> Dang it. Boo! You better pick it up we don't die! Do I have to roll again or do they have to go? Uh, well, they're just, they're just holding. Okay. Uh, so Ira comes running up from behind and he's got a long fillet knife. So he, uh, stabs a zombie in the eye. I rolled a 17, <laughs> and he right. so he's, he does stab the zombie in the eye. So you're like, that's just like in prison. And he's <laughs> able to pull the weapon out fast enough as the zombie <laughs> slides to the floor, and another one's right there behind him coming up. All right. That wasn't right, his yeah. mom, was it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> the price is right, and the next one's coming on down. Should I roll again? Uh, well, you're picking up your knife, so <laughs> okay. if you're gonna pick up your knife. That's your turn. So the so the next zombie comes up, and uh, by the time the next zombie gets there, you've got your knife picked up. So, okay. Is there any possible way I can lean against the table and stick my pistol in the zombie's head and shoot, or is it too many? That'd be that'd be loud, uh, Isaac. I reckon. It could, yeah, but it would be loud. I rolled a nine. Oh, okay. By the way, you rolled a nine. You you hit <laughs> him. You tore a good hole in his head, but you didn't hit where you needed to. You still got a hold of the knife and everything. It's perfect. It's perfect though, because Eugene's oh, such a nerd. This is an entirely yeah. new world for him. Oh so. no, I love this. I love that I got the one this right is, there. This is perfect. <laughs> so Ira comes into play Ira again. again. <laughs> Ira rolls a sixteen. Oh jeez. 
nails the zombie again. <laughs> I really, I love how good you are with that blade, brother. All right, so the next zombie's coming up. Okay, I rolled an 18. Eugene there you go. <laughs> so Eugene doesn't. He's he's kind of figured out now that he doesn't want to give it everything he's got. So it's a little bit pulls a punch a little bit more, so to speak. And he he stabs at the zombie, nails him right in between. That it's like a, it's like a swish. Went in, made a squishy sound, and the zombie that, falls back. That is invigorating. All right, and Mama's still not up, but here comes another zombie. I was going to take another shot. Wow, I rolled a yeah. two. <laughs> oh jeez! Hit, hit his hit his eye socket. Just kind of bounced off. I got this. I am a professional <laughs> zombie hunter now. I rolled six. Dang it! <laughs> that is embarrassing. You hit him, but just not the eyeball again. I'm a professional zombie hunter. I There's a knife just sticking out. Of his <laughs> yeah. You guys want to try something while you're holding the table? Where do we just Are keep we going? Able to try something while we while we're holding the table? Well, he's the only one that's up against it right now, so I mean, it's not a big doorway. I, you could, you could probably uh, trade off. That's what I was wondering, if while I was leaning against just the edge of the table, I could pull out my pistol and take a shot. Uh, I wouldn't recommend if you, if you want to, I mean, that's the noise. Oh, the noise I wouldn't want to, yeah, you're right, you're not the shot. But I have a knife, though, so I can stab with my knife. You have a knife or a baton? <coughs> he's got a baton, I I've got a I knife. I got a baton, never mind. I could reach up and stab. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, all right, it is 14. Okay, yeah, with your your bonuses, yeah, you hit him in the eye. He did. So there's only one left in there, and it's his mom. So she, mama, mama comes up, and she's, she's trying to get through. Iris starts crying. He can't do anything. Do you think he'll react angrily when we kill her? Well, he asks you to do it. Yeah, yeah he's not going to be a man. Eugene, I'll stab her right in the eye. Sorry. You guys are a bunch of barbarians. And you've got a one one point bonus with your accuracy, so yeah, you gotta you gotta roll above a fifteen. So Yeah. Oh no, you're nope. hacking up his mob. Yeah. <laughs> he starts he starts crying even more. He was she had her mouth open as he was stabbing and she moved and so he kinda stabbed her inside the mouth. Oh, no. oh. And <laughs> And the and the knife is stuck in there now. Oh no! Not old faithful. <laughs> right, I'll try to stab it, stab her with my knife. Okay. Nineteen. Oh, you hit her good. You're getting good at this. In fact, you're kind of <laughs> like liking it. it. It's kind of like studying almost, but not quite as good as studying. So we quickly move the table. Yeah, she slumps to the floor. Uh, let's yeah. get the knife out of her, and we should probably uh, burn her. Take her we don't want to burn her inside. <laughs> well, there's there are other undead out there. Fellas, first things first. I say we push that... this table up against that front door in the dining room to give us a couple extra minutes. Oh, that's wow. true. We need to commandeer the dining well, room. Well, Ira mourns his mother. We can push the table up against the door. Yeah, we need to get her body out of here. So, <laughs> execute plan. All right. Nope. We better sneak up, fellas. Get behind this nope. table. We'll push it slowly and quietly. All right. Well, you guys get it accomplished. <laughs> You somehow get it wedged up in there. Good work, Isaac. High five. Oh boy, I could use me some gumbo. Well, <laughs> um, he's willing to cook you guys something to eat. I will take. And that. he's pretty. He's a pretty good cook. Greasy as you can, so that way <laughs> it'll take away my intoxication. 
if you guys want to grab a meat cleaver oh. or something like that, he says you're welcome to anything he has. Oh, well, while we're here, we could fashion like a melee weapon or something. Something really you cool. could, yeah, you could, yeah, possibly you could do that, or you could gather uh, gather some food. He says you can have anything you want. He's not going to stay there. Too many, too many bad memories. Thanks for listening.